<laughs> this is the most we've talked in like I don't know <laughs> a long time. Let me just rewatch. My- Let me for. I think how many times do I message? I know I message you at the beginning of every week. Like, hey, what time are we recording this week? <laughs> and I don't ever either. I like either get a reply on Friday and be like, can't this week? And I'm like, nah, duh, <laughs> it's the end of the week already. <laughs> or I'll get a reply like, can you do it in ten minutes? And I'm like, what? no. So <laughs> that's that's our life, um, guys. So. I don't, I have my notifications for Facebook Messenger and Facebook and all of that. I turned them off a couple months ago so that I could focus because my phone was just going crazy. And um, so sometimes I wouldn't see your messages until um, a week, two weeks later. Sorry, but, Michael. But I know, okay. I've been, it was <laughs> the way I ask you is through text message, Ashley. I don't ask you through Facebook oh. Messenger. <laughs> So it's like, in my mind, I'm like, I know you saw it, and you're like, eh, whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I have no excuse. <laughs> no, you know what it is? Okay, I'll get the text message, and you normally text me either in the morning or in between patients. So what happens is, throughout the day, I am checking periodically my text messages, but I get called in to do an exam or you know, go anesthetize a patient. So I put my phone down. I've already seen it. I put my phone down and then I do whatever I need to do. And then you know how the the notification disappears once you open a text. So then I completely forget to just reply back. So mm-hmm. that's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I know. I kind of stopped messaging you on Facebook because I like figured... I remember like a couple of episodes, like a ton of episodes before, or yeah. even people would tell me like, "Hey, I tried reaching out to Ashley, but she doesn't reply back." And I'm like, "Oh my I god!" I think she gets I'm like a hundred. It's because you get like so many messages right throughout the day, even everybody yeah. kind of reaching out to you. So I would kind of assume like you silence it, you know what I mean, or something, because that'd get it's, annoying. Oh, but, um, it's. I'm sorry, guys. Now I now my schedule is wide open. Talk so to I, us. <laughs> talk to us and tell us why it's wide open. Oh, um, you know, I just felt the need to close my office, you know, just for like a staycation. Oh my gosh, freaking Corona. Thanks a lot. That used to be a good word. (laughs) Just yesterday, (laughs) last night, it was issued that all of California is like on lockdown, right? Pretty much. Yep. Yes. Dude, everything's changing every day. Like it's. Every day. uh, By the hour almost, it feels like. I hear Florida's not even doing anything. Like, they're spring-breaking it over there. I saw some articles this morning. Oh, my God. Yeah, I saw articles, and it really pissed me off. Like, spring-breakers going buck-wild on the beach, like, really touching each other. (laughs) Like, really touching each other? (laughs) Really touching each other. Not just... That is not social distancing at all. So is Brian so irresponsible? Is Brian home too now or no? No. So Brian's office, they are still very much up and running, and what? and the reason for it, he he's a pain doc, so they're trying to keep as many patients as possible out of the ER because they're already at capacity. Oh. So if if you don't if you don't see a patient in pain, they're gonna they're gonna overload. Our hospital system. 
I got a text message yesterday from my friend who works at Folsom Chamber of Commerce, and she literally was like, hey, Ash, do you have any N95 masks? Because our hospital is completely out. It's like, oh, my gosh. No, I don't. That's because these people are it's wearing ridiculous. them everywhere, man. You see that, right? You see people wearing these things. And yeah. wait, are they well, the M ninety five ones? The N ninety five, yeah. They're not. They're uh, they're they're not like regular masks. Oh my gosh! So they don't even wearing. do anything. They okay. don't even do anything, and it's contributed to the shortage of masks that the the dentists have all had to deal with. Like dentists were having to reuse masks, so instead of not you know instead of changing per patient like it, it's crazy seeing seeing what the offices have had to do in order to stay open yeah did you see that post um in one of the facebook groups where somebody's practice was trying to get broken into um and they he's thinking no. I, I think they were trying to break into it because of the the masks and like the sanitizing oh. stuff and so because uh, oh he, he, I think it's on dental hacks or something, but he took a picture of the people who they were, like, because you know his office has cameras. Oh my gosh. And I was like, right. people are starting to like break in for that. You know what I mean? Like, we need to get these masks. That's kind of crazy, oh man. God. That's crazy. It's crazy. Like I, um, I so I didn't really, really grasp how severe this thing was until just this past weekend, and that's when I started because. I don't, we don't really watch a lot of television in our home because, you know, it's on Netflix and the, the, the kids are, are staying occupied by cartoons. Mm-hmm. So we've been reading stuff on social media and obviously everyone's like, well, it's the media. Of course, they're going to hype everything. It's, it's good for, um, it's good for the viewership, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, but then over the weekend, that's when I started reading the epidemiology report. So people who, this is what they do, they, they, they watch the numbers, they watch trends, they make assumptions based off of the data and not just speculations. And that is when my heart like really sunk. Like this is, this is way more severe than most people are, are considering it to be. So over the weekend, I, I didn't really sleep and I kept, wa- I kept going back and forth like watching, um, watching the reports online and then seeing what is happening in the coronavirus uh, dental and medicine groups. Um, and then just trying to make a decision that that was going to be supported by the science, right? And not mm-hmm. just by mass hysteria. So over the weekend, I kept asking Brian, like, I was like, um, I feel like the best thing to do is to close our office down. And, and this was before the ADA and the CDA made their very public recommendations of, of dental offices closing. I felt like, you know, like we need to, we need to take control of this. My, my team is not protected if, if we don't have N95 masks and it's, it's a silent virus. You can, you can go or it can go undetected for how many days they said like six to 10 days without symptoms. Mm-hmm. And so even if you are wiping down and all of that, like I had a case in point, I had two team members who visited Orlando a couple weeks ago. Oh. One, um, one, yeah. So one was spending her anniversary at Disney world. So lots and lots of people 
right? Mm-hmm. And then the other one just went for a spring break with her family, and they went to Universal Studios. And she came back on Saturday night, and I told Brian, I was like, I, I don't even feel really comfortable about letting this person work in my office, quite honestly, because of the traveling and all this. And Brian's like, well, you have to do what you have to do. And then the next morning, literally uh, Saturday morning, there was an article that says um, TSA officer at Orlando Airport tested positive for COVID-19. Oh, my gosh. And and that's when I made the decision, like, yeah, like, this is is scary. Even though I don't necessarily think she had it, like, who's to say she doesn't? That, That TSA officer has had contact with tens of thousands of people probably and who knows how long he had been a carrier mm-hmm. so um they say it's it's, Monday, it's from two to 14 days after exposure that someone can show is, symptoms is when you can oh my gosh jeez 14 like two days weeks. so for two weeks you could be giving this to someone else yeah oh my gosh have you heard from so her crazy. have you heard from her or no your team Remember? Yeah, so my team, uh-huh. So we had a meeting, all of us, on Monday. And so basically I made um I made the decision mentally that we were supposed to shut down, but um I didn't wait wait uh, to announce it to the team. Or I waited, I should say. I waited to announce it to the team on Sunday night, I believe. And that's when the CDA came out with their the recommendation. So we had a team meeting on Monday morning, and I had my two employees who had visited Orlando. They, they just um, they had a teleconference in, so we FaceTimed them, and um, I basically told them that we are we're going to shut shut our office down, and it's going to be a hard couple of weeks because obviously if if our office is closed, there's no income, and if there's no income, there's no paychecks, and that was probably. No, that is not the most hard. It that was the hardest day. That was why because to tell yeah. them that they're not that why because it's. I mean, you you realize that it it really isn't just you like that you have to think about. You realize that the numbers and the overhead, like we always doctors always complain about overhead, right? But mm-hmm. for the most part. Even shitty offices, sorry, you can book that out. Even crappy offices with really high overhead can make payroll, right? Mm-hmm. Like we can be we can be very bad business people. We can spend way too much on labs. We can spend way too much on office supplies. But at the end of the day, people still have decay. People still are going to come see us. And you can still make payroll. And and that's for the crappiest of, of dentists. And now this whole thing has completely changed the game. But it, it hasn't changed the fact that we have our team members to support. And I had just hired three people, one of one of whom has only had one real paycheck in my office. Oh, wow. And yeah. So it's, it's crazy to think, like, I, I mean... I just gone to dinner with a friend. We graduated from NYU together and she practices in Seattle. Um, I had dinner with her when I went on uh, a course 
And I basically told her, like, this was before everything happened. This was a couple weeks ago. I told her that I was just finding it hard to be happy. I was finding it, I was finding that I was incredibly stressed out because our office was growing and I didn't have help. I, I needed an associate and I had hired team members in preparation for that growth. So all I had to do was plug and play another doctor and we could be up and running. But in the mm -hmm. meantime, because I didn't have a doc, I literally hired, I, I expanded our hours. So now we were working um, into, into evening hours because I hired another hygienist and I was considering hiring another, um, um, a part-time associate. She, she, everything was like still very much up in the air, but she was at least going to help for one day a week. And, but in the meantime, I was just so tired. Like I, I was thinking like, what the heck did I do? Like we, I added all this team, I added hours and now I'm just stressed and I'm not even taking care of myself. I don't see my kids. And basically I was just feeling very, very not depressed, but just not in a good state. Like down? Like not, yeah, down. And and the entire dinner, she was talking to me about, you know, like really finding finding my purpose. Like, why did I open this practice in the first place? Like, what am I building? And finding balance because even on my days off, I would go in. Even on my days off, I would, you know, see patients who needed me, um, needed me to work on them because they couldn't fit it into their schedule or I'm going in for admin or all this stuff. And when I'm not in the office as as you guys all know, you still bring all of the worries, all of your problems to your house, to your mm -hmm. home. And you talk about it with your significant other. And even when you're putting your kids to bed or playing with your kids in the hour and a half that you see them while they're awake, you're still thinking about, oh my gosh, I have to do this, this and this. And, and, and it just never stops. So I, um, I just think that even though it, it, I think that I was incredibly selfish, honestly, looking back to think that I had been given so much and I had been blessed with so much. We were growing so much. And all I thought was like, I don't even know if I want this. Like I even, am, I even am embarrassed to admit this, but I told Judy, I was like, you know, some days I kind of wish that we had four employees again. And my payroll was ten thousand a month. Remember when I used to complain about my payroll being ten thousand a month? Yeah, I remember that. I remember like okay. you wanting to grow like the way you are right now. Yeah, and my payroll every two weeks has more than doubled that. But your income has more it's, than doubled, right? I mean, I mean your profit, right? Like your revenue, production, collections. Um, revenue. Revenue, yes, has grown. Revenue has grown. I wouldn't say it's... Oh, wait, no. I would... No, you're right. It's been in line. It's been in line with our our overhead. But now it's not. And so now it's like crazy. Somewhere down the road, you thought bigger is better. Why? Yes. 
That's a good question. I think, um, and this is what Brian tries to get me to, to realize like almost every day and almost every day I have conversations with him because I, no, no I would, that's saying it politely. Almost every day I have disagreements with him because uh-huh. I feel like he's always, you know, he's always saying the same thing. Like, what is it that you want? Why are you building this? And I, it's, it's interesting because all I want is to practice dentistry two clinical days a week doing the dentistry that fulfills me. So smile makeovers and full mouth cases. Um, that's what I want. I don't, I don't want to run from room. I want to sit down and really, really embrace comprehensive, life-changing emotional dentistry. But in order to get the patients for that, I feel like we need to have a base of of patients to to choose from. So I don't want to close our doors to insurances per se, because Mm -hmm. a lot of the treatment cases that have been huge for us were derived from those patients, derived from those um, insurances. So... My goal was to keep seeing as, as many patients as possible, get an associate in to basically do the bread and butter dentistry, basically be the main dentist. I would take a step back, focus on branding, focus on the managerial aspects, and then two days a week, do the dentistry that I love. Can you... Do, do you feel right now, yeah, I can do that. I just got to find... An associate. Or do you feel like your overhead is way too much now? To the point where it's like, I know we cannot do that right now. I feel like, well, given the circumstances, there's no way that that's going to happen anytime soon. Okay, besides, like, let's just say the coronavirus <laughs> is not happening right now. Yeah, yeah. Because I think... I think it... Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. No, no, you go. You go. I was going to say... I think you need to question your growth. And what I mean by that is like, is all growth beneficial? I mean, because growth can harm you. It can harm your resilience and your autonomy. So it's very, very easy to embrace growth because it's easier to throw more at any problem that comes up, right? But if we question like, if you're trying to stay small on purpose and then... Then you have to question growth. You have to question like, okay, does it make sense to add this person? If so, why are we adding this person? Why are we taking on these new patients? Why are we taking on more insurance or whatever, right? This case. Right. Oh, if this is the reason why, awesome. If it doesn't go with my... So I guess it just kind of comes down to that to just question it instead of doing it because everybody... Like why? Were you doing it because like a coach was telling you or everybody else was telling you to do it or what? No, I just... I want to. I want to be able to treat everyone. I guess. I. That's good. Yeah. I don't know. It's. Um. I I love seeing that in our office. The demographics are all over the map. Like we don't just service the high income um, families who want smile designs. We service patients from all over who many of whom are, you know, they they initially come to see us because 
we are in network with their insurance. But at the end of the day, they are completely like raving fans and they have they have referred the friends and family and gone on their social media and talked about us and we've grown because of that. Like, and, mm-hmm. and they're incredibly grateful too to receive the, the care that we've been able to provide. And it's, I, I love it all. And, and I, that's, I think that's the bleeding heart in me too. Like I, I want to be able to do free dentistry when we get, to a, a point where we're really profitable. But then where does that line get drawn? Like, how do we become really profitable if not getting more people in and doing, cause we're still PPOs. Mm-hmm. So we're not, you know, for an SRP, a quad of, or two quads of SRPs, Delta insurance, my hygienist requests two hours and they're getting paid what like 200 something total or 300 i forget it's something ridiculous but it Mm. doesn't necessarily mean that they do a crappier job on a delta patient versus a ucr patient right Mm -hmm. so so i think that's that's where i struggle with like i want to be able to provide the treatment that that is best for each and every one but because we are predominantly a PPO practice, I feel the need to see more patients per hour or get more patients in through the doors and open more days and extend our our evening hours. And then I'm in this like rat race of, oh my gosh, now I just have more overhead and I just hired more people. And now I have to focus on training all these people I don't know if it's the I don't know if it's the the new patients and them coming in so much the issue or like extending hours because like if you think about it if you were to get an associate they can kind of cover those hours you don't want right or those days that you don't want um, right but right no so that's my whole thinking like I'm building for an associate mm-hmm. like I'm I, I I'm anticipating that we're gonna get an amazing doctor and we're already, I already have the schedule to support him or her, but it's just not been as easy because I'm extremely particular about who comes in to our, right. our office. And, um, That's so now good. I'm just, I've just like increased my workload and increased my overhead and I still don't have help. Yeah, I think there's going to be a period right now where you don't because you're you're very, you know what I mean? You got to be picky about the situation. But I think it also kind of comes down to the question like and I know this sounds super bad right now, but if you had to let go of some people, could you and would the office still function the same or at least 90% as good? Yes. Okay. Well, I think that answers your question then right there about the extra. Yes. Um, yes. But, man, I, I'm i really hoping I don't have to. Dude, but it's I know that it's. You have a big heart, man. You have like a really, really big heart. And then if I were to be like, Ashley, I'm going to be on the streets. I have no experience or anything, but I need help. You'd take me in and you'd be like, oh, Michael, I don't know, like sweep the floors or something. It's 
it's nice, but is it really necessary? You know what I mean? Or is it just causing you more stress? Yeah. I feel like you have yeah. like that syndrome where you want to save the world sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think you're right. I like really where, do. Where you want to, you, I mean, you can't do that if you're not feeling 100%. You know what I mean? Because then you're going to. Right. What happens if something happens to you? And then pff, we're all. Exactly. Dead. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And it's it's interesting that you mentioned that because I had an intern. Can you Can you hear me still? Yep. Okay. I had an intern work with us over the, um, she started with us last Thanksgiving or a little bit like October, November-ish. Anyway, she started as an intern. Um, so she was in a assisting program and, you know, they need hours in a clinical setting. So I said, okay, well, come, come work, uh, come shadow, you know, it's all good because I'm never going to turn down free help. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then she, she basically said that, okay, well, I'm almost done with my program. So now I'm looking for a position and I didn't even consult with my numbers. I didn't consult with my accountant. I did not can even consult with Judy. And I was like, okay, I think I can make a position for you here. Like <laughs> we're, we're, we're pretty booked. But I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure we're going to find something for you to do. Like, that's what I do. Yeah. I, I, lo I love people. Like, I, I'm a high eye. I love being, like, surrounded by people. And I always feel like if I find someone who fits our culture, that even if I don't necessarily know what they're going to do or if we can support it, I'm like, oh, sure, come hang out with us. So... <laughs> so like, I told Judy, I was like, I was like, Judy, so, um, yeah, I, I think I just hired this person. And Judy's like, you, you what? <laughs> you, you what now? Um, so poor Judy. Yeah. Like, I, I basically, I keep digging myself in this hole thinking that, okay, well, it's going to get better. I just need to do this for X amount of time until I can relinquish duties once another provider comes but what if that provider doesn't come for a long time and then all of a sudden corona freaking hits I know. and my office is shut down and my overhead is ridiculous and now i can't even believe like i i literally i can't believe it like it's it's insane like how one thing can completely change everything are you, quick question, are you still paying your employees throughout this whole process, even though it's shut down? Well, so that's the thing. I've been racking my brain. Okay, so I'm. you asked me on the live, like, what I, what my payroll is. Uh -huh. okay, I'm just going to tell you here. Okay. I'm going to tell you here because, um, because, yeah, it's not as public, I guess. Or I, I'm telling myself it's not as public. <laughs> um, so my payroll for two weeks is $26,000. Oh, for two and weeks? That is two weeks. Dude, I can live off of that in a year. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so that's my two-week payroll. And now... 26000 And three of my employees 
are not even past their 90-day probationary period. Time out. Time so out. They have time out. Is yes. it 2600 or 26,000? Like 26 and then three zeros. 26,000. I am in California, remember? You wow. you know how much employees make here and it's not like Delta PPOs reimburse any more than an office in the middle of the country where the cost of living is much lower. That's true. You know? That's true. That's true. Okay. So, okay. Okay. Continue. Uh-huh. So it's it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I told that to Brian, and even Brian's mouth like dropped. He's like, "Are you sure?" I was <laughs> like, "Yes, I'm sure. I do payroll." Like so now that um, now that this thing has has closed our offices, it's I am I. So my other employees. So the way I have it written in my in my office handbook is um, you start collecting, you start accruing PTO after one year of employment. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I only have Judy and um, my first hygienist who qualify for that. Okay. Nobody okay. else does. Yeah, nobody else does. But because I'm a bleeding heart, I'm thinking what? should I do like this is obviously extenuating circumstances do I just pay $26,000 even though I have zero income mm. to get these people through so that is why I've lost a lot of sleep that is why I have eaten a lot of ice cream <laughs> and that is why my pants no longer fit because I'm like I I I I don't know what to do. I really don't. So like, do I? Fifty-two thousand uh, a month. It, it, do, were you open with them? I mean, I mean, I don't think you should tell every, your whole team that it's twenty-six thousand. But I mean, like, did you let them know? Like, because I'm sure they asked. Like, are, are we still going to get paid? So, what'd you tell them? Um. So actually, nobody has even asked about that. Really? I talked to them about filing for unemployment on Monday. And my team is so amazing that nobody asked about like PTO or anything like that. Um, hmm. They kind of just said, "Okay." What's the minimum wage here in California? It's twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. And did you know PTO or um, unemployment at most pays four fifty a week in California? Four four hundred and fifty dollars a week. Yeah, yeah. Four fifty times. Wow times four equals 1,800 okay is that I mean is 1,800 a month more than you would pay all your employees right now I mean like individually does everybody make more than 1,800 a week right now or just say Uh, or close to okay so what you can do is I mean I don't know Ah, this is a tough situation actually because what you can do is just let, let them file for unemployment and see what happens because you already let them know that and then just stick to your guns like at one point in your life you're gonna have to be like this sucks but it's it's you got to look at the bigger picture you know what i mean um because if you start paying everybody what you know twenty six thousand, then eventually you you might not even have a smile you know what i mean like there might not be anything in the end so right you got to think of the bigger picture here so then it's a thousand eight hundred i mean you can match it if you want I don't know, but then that's kind of, you're in the same boat. If you match it, if you match it, they have to report it 
to EDD and it reduces their their benefits significantly. Did you tell them that? Oh, they know that too. Yeah. Oh, dude. Then yeah, so, I would just let them file for. You you already talked to them about it, right? Like file for unemployment on yeah. Monday. I would do that. Yeah, but I I just want to give them something nice though too. Give them chocolate, <laughs> Ashley. Cheese. Don't. <laughs> Don't don't go in a hole for this. Like they, if they're that cool, like if nobody argued with you, nobody said like, "What we have to file for?" If they're like, "I understand, I completely understand," dude, they understand. Like then, like let it let it be like that. Also, I mean, do you think this kind of gives you a almost like a a redo a little bit? Yeah, this could be yeah. like a redo if you think about it. It's absolutely, it's, it's all I've been thinking about. I, I even texted Judy this morning and I told her, I was like, you know what? I think that this time is actually the time that we needed to do all the things that we should have done from day one. And Judy's like, yeah, I completely agree. So we are getting organized. We're going to, we're going to have everything um, systematized and written down and, we're going to hit the ground running once we reopen. Yeah. Yeah. Because right now is a good time to just, what's more important to you, growth or profit? If you had to pick one. Okay. Profit. Focusing on growth and profit at the same time is like nearly impossible to do. So you do have to problem solve with like simplicity. So you and Judy can just sit down and like, think of like, how can we be lean and mean? You know what I mean? Not like, bloated and and you know what right. i mean so although i don't think like, you're that like that like, like how i feel right now <laughs> <laughs> cookies and cream ice cream and chocolate chip dang that sounds so good man that's all like we're so good so want to do yeah but I, I think that's what you guys can do but at the same time dang dude that's kind of rough though i mean like you guys plan to open when uh-oh you're you're breaking up. You were breaking up. Oh, when do you guys plan to open? Hello. Can you hear me? Oh. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Um, I can hear you now. Okay. Yes, I can hear you now. When do you guys plan to open? Uh, well, it got pushed back until April sixth or whatever. But honestly, I don't think that that's even going to happen did you see that washington and oregon are closed or mandated to close for two months until like may june or something right oh yeah it's like ridiculous dang you think that'll happen here that'll affect everybody Um, the way the way it's looking like honestly i i would not be surprised because there's governor newsom just announced a statewide lockdown I feel like it's going to, I mean, even if it's not a mandated thing, if you are telling patients to stay at home, I mean, your schedule is going to fall apart, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, like, um, have you seen some of these people, I mean, I'm not going to mention any of the marketing companies, but like where they're saying like, now's the chance to sweep up all the patients oh, for the... Stupid! How unethical idiots, is that, like, man? So unethical that that boils my blood. I know. I was like, 
this that company more than one company did that but i'm like they're probably gonna i wonder when it was written first of all and then second of all because then if it was written like three weeks ago i maybe that might make more sense but if it was written like two days ago then it's like oh my gosh you're you're gonna go out of business so anyways anyways so now you have a lot to think about ashley now you i mean not a lot to think about but now you don't have a lot to think about because you if you think about it, you already said, I'm going to let you guys go for unemployment. You're just lingering right now because you want to like still do more. Like, I think you want to save them. You know what I mean? In the sense of like, hey, guys, guess what? I can still do this for you guys. But how much of a headache would that be for you? From one to ten, ten being like the most headache of all, if you still decided to pay them payroll. I mean, uh, ten, because it's still been on my mind. <laughs> like- <laughs> So then, yeah, I just, I don't know, I'd let it go. But that's just me, you know? Because now's the chance, yeah. like you said, like you guys can um, kind of sweep up a little bit, you know? And now's the chance for everybody to do that. It kind of le- levels the playing field, this coronavirus, for everybody. So, it really does. Yeah. Oh. It really does. Oh, well, what else you got going on besides that? Any plans like this, rest of this time that you're going to be like on lockdown um, I am I'm actually recording in my office I'm sorry that's wrong I lied I'm not in my office I am in my closet <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting in the floor on the floor in my closet and it is a mess I, I've been putting off things here in the house because I'm not good at organization it's just not my thing so I keep I'm actually glad that I'm busy at work because it, it takes me out of my environment. But hmm. now that I'm not in work, um, I think I have no excuses and I just need to get my life and my home in order. That's good, ma'am. That's hey, good. Hey, how's it going for you? Like, what's new with you? To me, well, I work basically everything online, so it's busier now. Want to know why it's busier? Ask me why, why it's busier. Why is it busier? There's this one person who on Monday, this upcoming Monday, decided to schedule oh. like four to five Facebook <laughs> lives and then announce it. And then one day I get a message and be like, hey, I'm assuming you're going to be on these Facebook lives. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm going to do that. Oh, and then Tuesday at 730. Okay, sure. But I mean. No, it's- seven. Tuesday oh, seven. <laughs> my bad. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> but it's T-Bone. Yeah, I do it for T-Bone. Have you met T-Bone, T-Bone cool. yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the Voice of Dentistry, I think, last time. Yeah. Yeah, he's so cool. I he's, like that guy. T-Bone's the best. I know. I really like him. But um, anyway, so that's why it's... Honestly, this upcoming <laughs> week, I was like, oh, man, I can strategize. I can do a lot of things. But now yeah, yeah. it's all Facebook nope. Lives. and Oh, dude, the other day... Yeah. Well, I don't know if she's listening. I don't what? know if she talk about it. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Or, Ew, you know what? Okay. Yeah. Let's talk, talk about, about it. it. I had to I had to let go of uh of one of my employees, and it was like the weirdest fallout type of deal ever. Like to the point where they're like, "I've seen your whole back end and the way you do like your courses and the launches, and I've I'm going to like create more from that and copy it and upgrade it." (gasps) Bye. And I'm like, "Uh, okay, you know what I mean?" It was. I was, but if you think about it, skills can be replicated, but personality can't. So I'm like, 
good luck trying to do whatever you're trying right. to do. You know, I don't know. It was weird. It was so weird. But it's weird when you let someone go throughout this whole process because it, yeah. they start telling you like, oh, you're heartless. Oh, my God, I can't believe. But if I'm like, hey, I don't hear from you in five days, I assume you quit. So whatever. You know what I mean? Was that a right decision? Yeah. Yeah. You think Absolutely. so? Or was it more yeah. like me on, oh, crap, you know? Oh, hey, I, think, I also wanted to ask you, yeah. are you canceling any services right now in the in the meantime? Everything is on pause. So, yes, we're not. Um, I think, like, so, are you still there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still okay. here. I'm still here. Oh, okay. Okay. It went, like, super silent. Um, yeah, so everything is on pause, and Judy has been so instrumental at getting all of my services, all of my... So as we speak, actually, Judy is working on an Excel spreadsheet so that I can finally track all my expenses per month and, like, all my subscriptions and all that because I don't even have that stuff. So honestly, my overhead is crazy, and I'm probably... I probably have um, renewed and auto-renewed services that I haven't even looked at since we opened our doors. So she's helping me uh, get all that in order. Oh, mm, my gosh. Hmm. That's good. All right. You ready to sign us off? Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to um, the third episode of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> For oh man now that now that we have a lot of free time on our hands uh, we promise to provide as much value and content for you guys um, via this avenue and also on our Facebook group so if you aren't already a part of it please make sure to join the making of a demo startup we have a powerhouse um, a powerhouse panelist no. Panelists? Panelists. Anyways, panelists. Yeah. Group of panelists starting on Monday. So uh, request to join uh, starting Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific time. We have a CPA. And, um, and you can see all of the events on the events page um, in our group. So make sure to hang out with us. Ask your questions and answers. Typically, an accountant costs three fifty an hour, three hundred fifty dollars an hour, and he's spending time with us um, because I asked him to, and he's awesome. So get your questions uh, written down so you don't forget, and that goes for every speaker because um, yeah, it's we're all just gonna get through this together. We all have the same questions, and let's try to not freak out and just make make a plan of action. Yeah, guys. So. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so Don't much for tuning out. in, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Take care, guys. Bye.